Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armel. And I'm Molly Malshine, and I've been cleaning and doing laundry all day. Wonderful. We have a marathon of guests about to descend on the edifice, and I'm <laughs> shocked because everyone in the household knows that there are guests coming. They're literally in transit. On the way. Someone has put a pair of trousers on top of the laundry basket instead of inside it. Why not just put the trousers into... Did I say trousers? <laughs> Thought you were being cute. Trousers. The man's trousers have been left outside the receptacle. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's crazy because actually they're sweatpants. Whoa. You don't you don't think that poorly of athleisure mall. That's pretty. That's a compliment for sweats. No. British people call every pair of pants trousers. I can't believe I'm adopting that. It's so oh. ridiculous. That's kind of cute, though. I, I think adding a little formality to the sweatsuit is is deserved. Do you know why? It's because pants means underwear here. What? Yeah. Pants. So like if you Wait. say just if you say to a British person, like if you're or Irish person also, if you stop them and say, I love your pants, they're going to be like, what? Like they think you're talking about their underwear. So you're telling me that at Kate and Will's wedding, Harry revealed the thong pants that someone sent her. Right. They would say pants. Yeah. Wow. So SpongeBob square pants. They think he's it's SpongeBob square in his underwear. Yeah, I guess. Wow. I mean, it's definitely a safe assumption. We've seen his underwear. It's square too. SpongeBob square trousers. <laughs> I don't I don't know if they have it here. I have to ask someone. I think they don't have a lot of the cartoons, which is really weird because you would think that the the cartoons would translate because yeah. it's really it's really expensive to make cartoons wouldn't you just sell them for distribution all over the world i don't know yeah i don't know i mean i was gonna make, i was just about to say something that this is an absolute like a truly first thought absolute lie so because you do have people on the way i thought you know it just cut yourself off but i have a theory that is neither funny nor right that i'm that i'm stopping myself from sharing so i think you have to share it now i think the sunk sunken cost theory says you need to just share it Okay, but if it's boring, tell me I'll cut it. I'll, I'll, what I was going to offer up is that perhaps because of like, you know, I don't want to say like mass brainwashing or just like, I feel like children's entertainment is so powerful, you know, that like I could see it being like, and we don't want to put a SpongeBob in his underwear out there for all the kids. Like they're, you know, like they're being responsible about it. Yeah. They also have a lot of really boring and slow kids shows here. Like the snowman you ever, I'm walking in the you know that song from the snowman no but i'm about to download that bumps i was really that sounds hot, hot it's hot. it's like so hot it's cold yeah it's this like extremely slow paced animated I'm film. Walking in the air. 
I can't believe you've never heard that song. It's like a <laughs> no, but even that's funny because it's like, well, actually, like the snow came from the air, but now you're you're ground bound. He's walking in. No, he starts to fly with the snowman. Oh, I've said too much already. But like you know, it's just <laughs> everything here on television is slower paced to like a, an extent that you're just like, what are you guys thinking? You're leaving money on the table. The amount of times when you're in Europe where you're just like everyone here is leaving money on the table and it's driving me nuts as an as like a hyper capitalist american it's like crazy like when you watch rugby they have one commercial break wow in the whole game and and they don't have they don't really have like replays they don't have like stuff flashing on the screen being like is it is it because of healthcare? i think it is there's no reason to be super capitalist because your needs are going to be met either way exactly exactly and i think that's a great segue for our topic today the coronation is happening in may may 6th i believe and it has been confirmed we've stayed away from the he said she said of all of it because you just don't know but it has been confirmed buckingham palace has confirmed prince harry will be in attendance while Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, will remain in California with Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet. They okay, so officially they have titles. Yeah, they, they gave them the official titles. They kind of like soft launched that um, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so. It's and almost it like always- the reverse of when you get a divorce, but you keep his last name. Well, it was always the plan because that's the way the rules work. Like, the okay, so in the monarchy, who gets a title and what the title is going to be? Yes, the monarch, the king or queen has the final say, but it's really governed by the let this thing called the letters patent. They amend them somewhat frequently. And like, you don't mean the patent leathers. Right. No, it's letters. Okay. Yeah, the letters patent. I don't know if they're shiny or not. They must be. <laughs> there we go. They probably they should be shiny. And the last time it was I think the last time that it was updated was right before Prince George was born because they made a change. This is how crazy and old-fashioned the monarchy is. Until Kate and Will had their first child, the rule was still that if a girl is born first and then she has a younger brother, the younger brother jumps over her in the line of succession. Mm, that must explain everything in my family, but um, <laughs> that explains how I've ended up being the spare in the doggy daycare, but... Um, <laughs> That's so whack. That's so. Oh, is Elizabeth? Did Elizabeth become queen because there was no brother? There was no brother. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If Elizabeth had had a younger brother instead of a younger sister, she never would have been queen. Wow. And it took until until George. So I guess William and Kate didn't know what they were having until they. I guess they didn't find out. A lot of people over here don't find out the sex of the baby. I don't know why they're just not that into it. So they didn't know what they were having. So just in case they had a girl, they had the letters patent changed so that. Um, if it was a girl and she ended up having a little brother, she could, she could still be queen. So, but anyway, the letters patent dictate who gets titles. The rule is only the grandchildren of the monarch are entitled to prince and princess and the people who are in the direct line of succession. So like, that's why William and Kate's kids all were prince and princess, Mm. but Archie and Lilibet had to wait until Queen Elizabeth died because they were great grandchildren of the monarch. So the rules, the letters patent say that, yes, the direct line of succession, the children of the heirs always get prince and princess titles, but everybody else in the family, all the other grandchildren, yes, they get prince and princess if it's the child of a son. 
and then the great-grandchildren get nothing. They can be lord and lady when they're born, and then they get elevated once the once the queen died and Charles became king. Now Archie and Lilibet are grandchildren of the king, so they get to be prince and princess. It's just so funny to think that, like, a little baby would be like, lord. Like, obviously, prince for a little baby boy. Like, I will call my little baby boy or any little baby boy I meet, like, little prince. Whereas, like, I want to be like, lord. It's so goofy. It is so goofy. Lady little baby. It's ridiculous. But so the thing that is kind of interesting is, like, they, like, Archie and Lilibet were always going to be prince and princess whenever he takes the throne they never like buckingham palace never confirmed it but it was you know that's just the way that it has worked so it was like safe to assume when they did the oprah interview and they said they implied that the titles were kind of being held over the children's heads based on what their skin color was going to be like megan sort of alluded to that and then oprah said would that be a safe assumption to make and megan said yeah i think it would be safe and then do you think that would be safe I don't think that's no, a safe I assumption. Think, I don't think that was happening at all. I don't, think. I, I don't think that that was ever, ever, ever a conversation. Like, that is so evil. And yes, these people are part of an evil institution. But, like, it's just, it's beyond comprehension. And then the real reason why we know that it was probably not true is because Harry came out and said, no, we never said that. Like, two months well, ago. Remember okay, when well, he was how perfect? Fair. That's so funny. But I guess yes. that also is why, like, yeah, the first half of that Oprah interview was just Megan. Like, maybe there was some strategy there where she was like, I'll say it because I'm the Black Bride and that'll be my perception. And then you can be on record for, no, I wouldn't say that because you didn't say that. I said that. Right. And this is what I this is what I wonder about them is, like, how much of this is agreed upon in advance and how right. much is a game time decision? Because, like, for example, it's, it's hard to pinpoint because... You know, we've talked about them so many times on the podcast. We've done all of Spare exhaustingly on the podcast. You can go back and listen to it. I think we both agree that they are real deal in love with each other. But there are these little tiny random moments when they do sort of their paths diverge a little bit in interviews. Like the other example, I think, and people will disagree with this, is... um in the Netflix documentary when she's kind of making a mockery of the way that she curtsied to the queen and Harry's sitting there looking like he wants to die. Like you didn't think that that was what was going on. I was going to say, I, think, I didn't read it that way. I did. I just like, I mean, she, the way she was talking about it, it was just like, come on, it's not that big a deal. Like you're meeting the queen. Obviously it's stupid, but you're going to have to curtsy, like get over it. You're fucking 40 years old. How do you not know this? If you want to be like a player on the world stage, like you say you do, this is part of it. But, and then she did the whole like medieval times thing. And then Harry is sitting there and he uh-huh. looks like, like he looks, you can see his soul leave his body. So like, these are the kind of things where I just wonder what the actual private conversation was about that versus what we saw in public. The sense that I get was less that he was like feeling contempt for her or feeling like this is horrible, but like, Okay, so for example, it was just Passover and um, my grandparents just got Apple watches and we spent and I won't do it to you guys now. I'm not going to do it to you. But boy, did we spend a long time talking about the saga of finding an Apple watch band that looked upscale and then the upscale. I just have to say upscale is like the best like grandparent parent word. 
Like, oh, this is really, this is really upscale. They wanted an upscale band. They wanted an upscale band for the Upper West Side. They wanted to look, okay, sure. If I fall down, I would like an alarm, but it's going to have to look posh. But so, but then it was like, there was this big comedy because my cousin who had gotten an Apple watch also left at their apartment, but she didn't ask about it. She didn't say anything. And so then they were like, oh my God, we stole one or we got an extra one from the Apple store, which would never happen. But anyway, the big punchline is my cousin called and said, and a week later, hey, I leave my Apple at watch there and they were like yeah <laughs> we spent so long on this on passover I've, I've spent too long on it now and the bottom line is it simply isn't funny or that interesting and so for me if you would, if you would put a camera in passover it wouldn't be that i was i would you know i wouldn't have been like grandma but i might have just you might have seen what may have looked like my soul leaving my body because just from my point of view it's just like not a good one embarrassment i thought it was he was embarrassed like, I think Harry's probably like, Megan, like, I know that you think this is your big comedy moment, but it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I I don't think that he's sitting there thinking like, what have I done? But I think he's just, he feels awkward and embarrassed because it's a little bit disrespectful. And listen, I'm not saying that anyone needs to de facto respect the royal family, but if, I'm just saying, if you are marrying into a family, you kind of and you're on their turf, you kind of do what they say to do. Like it's, and and you don't then make fun of it later on publicly. I thought you were trying to say, I'm such a dunce. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, you're going to tell us astrologically, I hope, because we've, there's something I cannot wait to drop some really fire knowledge on you about just even the date itself. Oh, I can't wait. I'm really excited. Like this is the beginning of our coronation coverage, by the way. Definitely. First of several. So what, this is what we need to figure out. Why is Megan not going? Why is Harry going? Why aren't they getting the photo ops with the kids? I guess like, but I think, okay, let me say from my, once again, experienced royal reporting person who's been covering this beat for about 10 years now perspective. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not going to speculate about why they are or aren't doing what they're doing. That's astrology's job, but I (laughs) Do you think, I mean, I'm going to say for me as a human person, I feel like, okay, the, I'm, I'm taking this away from journalism. Actually, I am just going to do some bald speculation. Okay, I great. <laughs> they're annoyed. I think Megan and Harry are really annoyed because they never got the money shot of Lilibet Sr. and Lilibet Jr. before she died because- they were already on thin ice with the family when they first, they only have brought Lilibet the baby over to the UK one time. And they were already on thin ice with the family and word on the street. The rumor is that they were basically like not really permitted to take any pictures or, or record anything like they, there were rumors that they wanted to be wired for sound for Netflix for certain things that they were doing, which is so brazen. It's hard to believe, but at the same time, if you watch the Netflix documentary, they are like literally no makeup cry selfie videos. So it's actually, you know, you can't put it past them. So, but the rumor is they were not permitted to get a picture of Lilibet with her grandmother, the most, one of the most iconic women of the 20th century who she's named after. And that is like for me, it just makes me sad. It's sad on a family level. Yeah. And on a PR perspective, it must be infuriating for them and their handlers and their people to be like, are you kidding me? We didn't get the fucking money shot of Lilibet times two. Like, what the hell? So now, okay, fast forward to now, the coronation is happening. 
Charles really has always wanted to put across an image of a more progressive monarch than what the queen was. He's very into nature, the environment, fighting climate change. His imagery that has come out around this coronation, the invitation is full of greenery and like it's it's got he's just trying to be a lot more kind of of the people which is a little bit laughable but whatever he can try it's funny it's funny to think about like the coronation invitation process if it's going to be more of a party vibe we're going to go with the black and the metallic silver like google it because you'll like it i love it the invitation yeah it's got like pagan imagery the green man at the bottom is this like green kind of man that's made of leaves that comes from like old english folklore it's cool it actually is cool it's not got the pomp and circumstance of a normal royal event invitation it is quite literally down to earth like he's trying to bring the whole thing down to earth you can see it now right oh it's lovely it's really pretty i I love love it it. i love it his message is like he wants to be down to earth he wants to be accepting of all religions and all people we're gonna see more diversity in this than we've ever seen in a coronation by far. I mean, the last coronation was in the 1950s. And I wow, mean, that's crazy prob- to think about. Like every person in the room was probably white, you know? And like, yeah, we're not going to see that this time. So what is the number one Trump card from a PR perspective for this new king who wants to show that he is of the people and accepting of everyone, not just upper class white Brits? The ultimate Trump card is here are my biracial family members. Yeah, right. You would think, but instead he went nature. No, no, but that's not what I'm saying. He's doing both. Like this is all part of the same message that he's trying to send. But I think what might be happening is like the Markles are sort of playing 4D chess and saying, yeah, you didn't give us the Lilibet picture. We're not giving you the biracial family. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. I misunderstood. So you're saying actually- that Charles was like, yes, bring Megan and the kids. We're a whole new monarchy now. And they're like, actually, yeah, you can have your whites on. Yeah, exactly. You're not wow, getting so it, this that's photo crazy off. Because I feel like my initial reaction in seeing that it's only Harry going is I jump right to why is it? I mean, even all the headlines, why isn't Megan invited? And you're saying, no, actually... I have a feeling she was. And she's like, mm, actually, we don't want a picture with you either, Pops. Yeah, that's what I think. That's my... But that's also just, I mean, Gossip. It's, it's opinion. It's opinion. It's speculation. And it's what I would do if I... I mean, also, I would be torn if I were her. I mean, why isn't she going? Because she hates these people and they hate yeah, she her. She doesn't want to fucking go. Yeah. She doesn't want to go. Why would, why would she ever go? They have... Yeah. Like, it has been a nightmare from start to finish. I mean, Kate grimaced when she gave her her lip gloss. How could you ever come back from something like that? Right. So embarrassing I mean, for everyone. LOL, JK, JK, who gives a fuck? But like the other stuff, I mean, the it's just funny because the grievances that Harry listed in his book were so petty until you get to the end. Like the just the whole thing of them taking security away from Meghan and Harry, that is the slap in the face to end all yeah. slaps in the face. The, I, they would be dead to me. Like if you. Yeah, you're, same you're having children that are born with a risk. Like they've said in their legal documents, they inherit the risk. There's nothing they can do. And they go out on their own because nobody wants them in the family. And they say, okay, well then you're on your own. We're not going to pay out of pocket. Like, obviously it doesn't even have to be the taxpayers. Like Charles could have paid for that independently. So like, yeah, that's why she's not going. She's like, why the hell would I bring my kids into this lion's den? 
at the same time, now I, you have to understand as a Capricorn, like Megan as a Leo, I completely understand why she's like, you are not giving me the respect that I'm due and I'm not dealing with it. Like I'm simply not. And Harry is a Taurus. He's a Taurus son, right? Virgo. Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. Okay. Whatever. I don't really right, know why. I he... think, wait, hold on. Let me double check. Now I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, he's a Virgo. Yeah, he's a Virgo. He's a, so Capricorn, he's kind of... he's a Capricorn rising Taurus moon, Virgo sun. So oh, you're so, so right. Most earth person in all the world. earth. Yeah. So he is like, this is my family. Like I do have to go. Yep. But for me as a Capricorn, being a little more attuned to status and things like that, I would, because I have no, I mean, you, this is like, I have no pride. I would put my hurt feelings aside and get the photos of my kids just in order to secure the bag. As a Capricorn, I'm looking at the status of the royal family and I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know what? I hate these people, but getting my kids into the photos with them, they're going to dine out on that oh, for yeah. the rest of their life. And they're going to yeah. literally make more money later on down the line because there's a visual representation of their connection to this family. So like thousand percent, that's yeah. my thought as a Capricorn Taurus, you know, but I mm-hmm. understand completely why... Megan is just like, no, screw you. Like these, these kids, I mean, when we always say this on this podcast, the Royal family's biggest mistake was letting them go. This was their one hope at not looking like completely out of touch, rich white people for the rest of eternity. Like they better pray that one of William's kids marries a person of color. Like they need to like, if, and that it works out this time, you know what I mean? But so, okay. Those are my thoughts on why she's not going. That's, that's like my that's my fun fanfic, vengeful soap opera idea of what's going on. And I think also it could just be the simplest explanation, which is she can't stand these people. She doesn't want to go. Well, and aside from her being a Leo son, who is right, pissed that you're not actually like celebrating me as a person either. She's also a cancer rising. So she actually is extremely self-protective. Cancer risings do a lot to protect their innards. They're leading with protecting what's on the inside. She has her son in Leo, and then she has her moon in Libra, which, you know, Libra cares about justice, balance, making things right. Whereas you might make the argument like, okay, as a as a Libra moon, like she may be able to just like push her own feelings aside and, you know, suck it up. But no, I actually think as a Libra moon, she's like, it's only right that we don't have pictures with any of them. Yeah. And she wants justice. She, in their opinion, Megan and Harry have not gotten justice yet. And like, I don't even know why Harry's going. Like, I think he, especially after the book, like, why? I get why he's going. Okay. Why do you think he's going? Because it's his father and it's a huge deal. And even if not only is it his father and it's a huge deal, his father also wrote a damning book in his I was 30s too or in that. his youth too yeah harry and i don't get the sense that harry and charles have a bad relationship whatsoever i actually think they're totally simpatico and if anything i think harry used charles's book to justify that this was his like rite of passage in whatever way too so i think he loves them i think he misses his brother i think he i think he loves his family i just think he wanted to share his story and have a voice and you know start start his new media career or whatever but i think his relationship with charles is as good as it was and as good as it's gonna be i I don't i think they're fine yeah i think charles is like darling boy 
Why yeah. did you have to write the book? I understand, but why? Like, and he's like, Daddy, you did, and everything was fine. Yeah, exactly. And then William's just like crushing a beer can against his head. Anyway. Right. Right. He's doing <laughs> lines right before the coronation just to get through it. <laughs> yeah. He's doing blow. Now, the thing that struck me as sort of, well, it didn't strike me as anything, but you, you, this theory that you have just presented, I love. I, I read this morning that Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, had not been invited to the coronation. And where'd you read that? I'm going to, I'll fact check it. Well, yeah, yeah. Just fact so check, fact me. check. Because what that got me thinking is like, oh, they're just not inviting anybody who like slandered them at all. So I guess the question I have is like, do we know for okay, a fact so that BBC, BBC says sources have confirmed that she's not invited it is understood that there's no ill will from the Duchess about this decision. So obviously she had her people call the BBC and say, there's no ill will. No, I'm not invited. It's okay. I mean, I get that too, in a way, like similar to Passover. Sometimes it's like, I'm just going to skip temple. I know it's like the high, holiest, highest holy days, but like, this is boring and I got shit to do. But I also wonder, like, oh, so no. when it- Sarah, make no you mistake. Think, you Sarah think Fergie Ferguson wants is, to go? Oh, she would jizz her pants. as a, She she just wants to be any sort of yeah, tangential. Yeah. She called the BBC to say- it Right, I'm like, all good. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Like, you can invite me to the after party. I'm not mad. I promise. Like, she, no, that's she really wants funny, to go. actually. She's not bored. She is like, what else she got going on? She needs the connection. True. Actually, yeah. She, like, from a mental health perspective, needs to go. But, like, I guess what I wonder about... So I was under the impression that Megan wasn't invited after I saw the, the Fergie headlines. But now you're reframing it for me because I feel like what you're saying actually is Megan will not be attending. Do we know if Megan was, in fact, invited? I'm sure she was invited because... Yeah, the couple had received an invitation, but had not yet confirmed their attendance. That was in March. Harry's spokesperson told CNN that. I mean, this is where Harry is so funny because he does play the exact game that he complains about his family playing. He does it with American media, too, which is just such a bigger knife to like the British establishment. I, I love it. I love I do love that about him, even though like it's hard for me to like him because of how much he talks shit about the press and i think that's really dangerous for democracy because he refuses to specify and he doesn't acknowledge any shades of gray between good journalism and bad journalism he just wants everyone to worship the ground he walks on but i do love that he uses the american press against british press i think that's very fun i love that yeah i i think it's fun and i think i don't think charles has a problem i think charles is actually probably proud of him like i I think charles gets how hard this life is and he's gone through his own and he's and he's come through because we've got Queen Camilla. But it's like, I don't know. I think that that Charles has a lot of space for Harry also because they do have astrologically part of their connection. You know, it's like Charles is a Taurus moon. Harry is a Taurus moon. So they're coming from the same place, like on an emotional level. Moon signs, when you have the same moon sign as someone, it's basically like like you, you know each other from the other planet dimension. Your, your soul is the same. Yeah. You know what I think it also is? Hmm. Um, and we Which also means that this. your soul is the same as Harry and Charles too. They're your fi- soul family. Side note. Okay. That's crazy. Wow. I have to think really hard about kind that of fun. at some point. Yeah. The, I, I like, I don't know. Okay. So 
here's what I think it is. You have to listen to our Patreon episode, our most recent one about Paris Hilton's memoir, uh, patreon.com slash space trash podcast to hear us kind of workshopping this idea we have of benign narcissism. I think I coined the term. I think that Charles is a, a big time benign narcissist. Like, I think the reason, the only reason I mean, yes, I think they have a father-son affection and love and as much love as you can have when you were raised in this weird-ass family. But I think Charles also, um, part of what saves their relationship is that he doesn't really see Harry as a threat. And like, Mm -hmm. you can kind of hear that from, because William, I think, hates Harry right now because he sees him as a threat. And he's like, no, he, and, and I think it's driving William crazy because he's saying to everyone around him, like, don't you understand? He's making us so unpopular. Like, he's making us look like old fuddy-duddies. We've been trying to modernize this thing for a century. And it's he's undoing all of that. And whereas Charles is, like, a little bit delusional in that he thinks, like, oh, no, but like the but I'm going to be really good at this. And, like, people are going to love me. And it's like, no, like, uh, what? No, we all still miss Diana. Like, people don't right. like you know, so like, I feel like that's something that's working out in Harry's favor as well is like, Charles actually kind of buys into the whole divine, divinely ordained thing. Yeah. And like, he does think like, okay, well, I'm the highest status person in this family now. So like, my son, who's a spare, he he can't really touch me. And it's like, no, he absolutely can and is. So I I feel like that's part of why Charles is able to have time for him. And William is like, are you crazy? Why are we still talking to him? You know? Yeah, I mean, in order to be king of a country and feel like you deserve it, like success, in order to be successful, a little bit of narcissism is essential. Actually, yeah. that's part of the problem with hierarchy in general. Like, so I think Charles is very image conscious. I think at the end of the day, he, what he cares about is that he lived long enough past his mother to have this moment Mm -hmm. i think having his two children there is important to him whatever like drama aside i sort of think that he's like like he even if he's like has an an environmental invitation it's like he still is the part of the old guard he's in our new boomer king and i think tradition in whatever way is important to him and I don't think he's threatened by Harry at all, which might be stupid, but I also right. think he just, I think he forgives Harry because he wasn't that different than him and he yeah, wasn't about to be the fucking heir. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree completely. Not th- He doesn't feel threatened by him is like the biggest thing. And it's funny because that's why I think it's narcissistic because it's like, no, you should absolutely be threatened by your younger, more entertaining, better looking son with the gorgeous wife. Like, well, but I guess with that, the question though is like, them. But like threatened in what way? Because it's like at the end of the day, what Charles cares about is just like that he's king now. So in that way, Harry's not dangerous to them. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. Well, like in what is, way would could Harry be threatening to him? The thing is the nobody wants to lose the monarchy on their watch. Like nobody wants to be like the one that dropped the ball and had Britain turn into a republic again. Sort of why William is so like sort of, um, butt clenched over yeah. Harry because he's like you are not going to be the reason that I don't actually live my rightful future as the throne king. right that I that I lose that that we lose this under my watch like shut your mouth because you're going to ruin it for me and I'm going to go down in history books as the person who got the monarchy overthrown because 
Well, right now, right. More, more people like Harry and Meghan are losing the PR battle in the UK big time, but not among young people and not among people of color. So like there's a tidal wave of younger people coming up and people of color because there's a much more diversity in the UK. By the day, there are people moving here and and like th- those are the people who are more sympathetic to Harry and Meghan. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the kind of thing where like they that's going to be that's going to worry William. Like, why is William and Catherine? Why is Catherine? Catherine. Thing? Catherine trousers. I know. Kate. Catherine. Sorry. It's, they they want to call. They want people to call her Catherine. And I feel bad because everyone still calls her Kate Middleton. And it's like she that hasn't been her name in like 15 years. But anyway. Right. Damn. Um, Kate's thing is early years kids she's always meeting kids why is that yeah i'm sure she loves kids but those are her future subjects she's not going to be on the throne until those people are older you know what i mean oh my god right she's doing like the disney channel long-term career strategy like yeah get them when they're young exactly long game so like this is what william and kate are thinking about they're like no you guys don't understand like that we are only going to get less and less and less popular as the years go on and like having this cool cooler than us good looking awesome couple with two kids that they're going to be grooming to be powerhouses in the u.s who are chipping away at our popularity even in a small way is like a huge huge threat and it is increasing the chance that like there could be a vote to get rid of um, the monarchy, but also that's very far fetched. I mean, for them, for them to actually do that would take something so big, and it it would really take like, you know, you would need to see like Andrew on the throne or something for people well, to actually be pissed off enough to bother having a referendum. Like, it's probably just going to keep going. Well, so that was my question. So, like, if let's just say that the monarchy's overthrown. Well, be, yeah, basically, sorry. What I would just that even mean? It very it's just like, well. what is that? But what is that? Like a referendum and then and then what would happen? Like, like I, I, it's hard for me to even walk down the, and would it be worth it for anybody to even, it's all that paperwork. Right. Like, like what would that even look, what would it look the, like for it to come to an end? What, yeah. The thing is, uh, what I meant to say and what I didn't do a good job explaining, literally all these people have is their popularity because mm-hmm. they don't actually really have much power and the fact that they're popular means that they get all the free houses the free land empire and they get this status in the world if the people in the country decide fuck this we're done the way france did the way spain did the way greece did most countries in europe have gotten rid of their monarchy so like now you just have random people running around new york city claiming to be princess of greece and it's like but there's no <laughs> such thing as the princess of greece and you've lived in new york your whole life like what are you That's talking very funny. So you they they just if it was if it were to happen which again i i think it would really take something huge it would take a huge huge scandal for people for british people to actually be bothered enough to put it to a vote it would have to be like and and the i don't know the fact that harry still hasn't been able to really knock their popularity is kind of wild like i actually can't believe it but um they would i think it's kind vote. of awesome i think like it's an ultimate flex yeah yeah i guess so they would yeah. put it to a vote and then they would um they would have a the pri- they would have a president after that or the prime minister would be the head of state it's weird cuz like if you look at ireland they have a president and a prime minister so the prime minister is the head of the government 
and the president is the head of state. So he's more of like the symbolic leader of the country. And he's just this like short little Irish guy with a big dog that everyone loves. He doesn't really do anything political. So doesn't he have a funny name? What's his funny name again? The prime minister is the T-Shock, which is. Oh, yeah, the T-Shock, the T-Shock. It's not it's not funny. It's just Irish. I was thinking that was his name, though. And then I was jumping right to the tampon. The danger when you wear a tampon. Oh, yeah. Or it sounds like a rapper kind of. Yeah. But yeah, either a rapper or the tampon. Uh, yeah. I think the president's disease. name is Michael D. Higgins. I'm pretty sure that's the name. More a beach read writer than funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so anyway, yeah, that's what would happen. They would just be like, okay, all of the castles get turned into museums. It becomes like... It becomes like, right. would they lo- like, would they be like, okay, and now you have to give the money back or like, now you have to move out of your house. Like they, they, they're living in those homes. They, they, would they get evicted? Yeah. Some of the castles are privately owned by them and some of them are public. So they would draw a line with whichever ones are private. They would probably allow them to keep them. And then the ones that are public, they would have to give back to the state. And then I guess with their land empire, which I've always maintained is the most fucked up thing about this arrangement, like the tax, the tax dollars are really minimal. It's like less than a pound per person per year, but like the land that they claim to own just by virtue of the fact that they've pretended to own it since the 1600s, that's where they really get their money from. What do you mean pretended to own? They just because they were the king, like the king back then said, I hereby declare that all this land is mine. Okay, right. That's what. But so they, yeah, pretending to own, not meaning like we're, we own it. Let's pretend they're like, we just saw it. We're telling you we own it. Yeah. We decided we own this. Yeah. And like, that's how, that's a really big model of old money in the UK is owning land and charging people to, to own houses on that land. You have to pay ground rent to own a house in the UK. You have to pay rent to the ground that you occupy every hundred years. And that's like how a lot of these really rich people, these old money Brits stay in their biggest states because they have. So even if you're an owner, you're still a renter. Yeah, you're renting the land because you own the house, but the land is owned by someone else. Yeah. I mean, it's literal Pocahontas shit. You think you own whatever land you land on. It's like, oh, yeah, they literally do. Yeah, exactly. It's really wild. So, um, and that's why there's no appetite to get rid of them because then all of these rich Tories and Lords and everything, they'd have to, it would, it would probably start a domino effect where people would be like, well, hang on a minute. Why do you get to claim that you own all this land? If we're getting rid of the King and Queen and we're saying that they don't own this land anymore and it just goes back to the government, then you, no one else should have it. So those people have enough power still in the government where like, they're going to make sure like ever a lot of people have a vested interest in keeping this land empire going in the UK basically the rich people the rich people yeah the powerful people does it and benefit to, anyone else like as a homeowner one day or you have your own home does it yeah. benefit you in any way like no no it's just literally you have to just pay extra money yeah cool <laughs> it's not that much extra money i think on ours but for some people it's a lot and like when you're when you're looking for a house like like fern's house might have been more expensive land ownership because that was more land yeah but also some people don't have it some houses are freehold and some are leasehold that's the thing if mm. you have a freehold house it means that you own the land free and clear and leasehold means that you have to pay i think it's 10 percent of the home's value every 150 years or something like that oh. so 
sometimes you, which is a few thousand dollars, like it's, it's a pretty decent chunk of change, but they also don't really have property taxes over here. So, I mean, this is the thing when people talk about where taxes are higher, it's like six and one half dozen to the other. Yeah. Right. That's, I was just thinking that I'm like, okay, so it's just like, you're just allocating this same amount of bullshit money just differently. Right. But it's just annoying because at least with property taxes, you're supposed to be paying for the schools and the cops and the roads and the government of the town but with these leasehold payments you're literally just paying for a rich person to keep pretending they own your land right that's it literally that's like as if pocahontas went the other way which is like come buy our land like like that'll be like there should be like a finale where it's like we're cool with this like can you imagine if like john smith ended up in the shores of the united states they're like finally someone to come own us it's like (laughs) that makes no sense yeah it makes no sense it makes no sense but um interesting. Yeah. So if they if they stopped being the royal family, they would probably still insist on using their titles, but they would get rid they wouldn't have any entitlement to the land that they own by virtue of being the royal family and they wouldn't have any of the public castles, but I'm sure that they would get cut a pretty decent deal where they would be pretty rich for the for the next generation or two anyway, you know. There's a lot yeah. of countries in Europe that have done it, so Okay, right. Yeah, true. Right. Like what? Like yeah, they would follow Luan, the blueprint she, of right. Yeah. Countess Luanne is a countess in France, which famously beheaded their king and queen. Right. Three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago. So, like, you're you're not a countess. It's a countess of what? Yeah, like France does not have aristocracy. They like very violently decided to get rid of that, and they're completely That's actually against so it. funny. They're completely against it as a country. It's like America. Like their revolution happened around the same time as ours. And they're like, no, we don't fucking do that. So like to pretend that you're a French aristocrat is just like. What a character. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. And I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I kind of love her. I know it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's why it's also, I mean, I, I do think I, I like that Archie and Lilibet have titles just because it pisses they off. should all the have right, titles. Well, it pisses off all the right people, you mm-hmm. know, like that's what mm-hmm. I like about it, but they live in America and I'm like, we don't have titles in America. Like, stop it. You don't, you live in America. Like Megan and Harry shouldn't even be using their titles. This is not fucking real. We don't yeah, do but that. If Countess Luann is Megan and Harry will. Right. That's how ridiculous it is to me, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, so it's America. like what, basically what you're saying, though, is it's no different. It's like, OK, OK, Countess Louis. I'm like, OK, yeah. Prince Harry, either way, you now have to just pay American taxes and get a job. So, well, at least Harry and Meghan are part of a royal family that hasn't been deposed. Like it, their, their titles are more legit in that way. But like, right. I don't know. It's just they 
it's just they fall like Harry and Meghan they they fall apart for me because of their attachment to their titles and everything because like they try so hard to seem progressive and to seem egalitarian and modern but like they literally I will never forget them using the word birthright in the Oprah interview that their kids should have titles because it's their birthright it's like what what well, year what, is it right because the whole thing is like it's actually no one's birthright and it by the way aristocracy from the 1600s it's not your land either it's like it's all kind of bullshit yeah and it's just the opposite of the way that society should be going <laughs> they should have named they should have named archie prince as a first name and oh they should have God. named lilibet princess and that would have now, taken care of everything now that would be american that would be extremely american what can you tell us about the astrology so i just have a few quick questions for you and then i'm going to share the chart why is it on the sixth uh, I don't know, but that's Archie's birthday. Interesting. Okay, so it's Archie's birthday. Yeah. And if you guys have been coming to the Munules, you know, and or we may have even posted it here or talked about it here, but in November of 2021, we started talking about this Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle. This coronation is happening at the second to last Scorpio Taurus eclipse, which is fascinating. Eclipses represent fate points. When this whole eclipse cycle started, you know, like 18 months ago or whatever, we, I mean, I guess we sort of like knew that the queen was on her way out either way, but it's like, I thought she was going to make it to a hundred myself. Really? Yeah. Her mom. You're disappointed in her. Her mom. Yeah. What the, no, I don't care. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Her mom and her sister lived past a hundred. They didn't have the same kind of stress that Liz did. Yeah, that's true. They were literally just like drinking at starting at noon every day and just hanging out, bossing people around. Just like a little bit. You have more to live for when all you're doing is chilling and bossing people around. So, um, (laughs) but, um, also I think the minute Philip died, a part of the queen died as well sad sad but it's like eclipses are our fate points and we got to go listen back i swear to god in november we had a whole moon yule we did a whole thin lipped presentation you remember the uh-huh. whole thing was like how is this eclipse cycle going to affect the monarchy because this is the taurus scorpio eclipse cycle charles is a scorpio sun taurus moon harry is a scorpio saturn legacy and Taurus moon. Elizabeth was a Taurus sun. So there's just this huge amount of energy during this faded eclipse cycle, all about money, power, resources, mine versus ours, the things that happen in Scorpio behind closed doors that keep power or resources to certain people rather than having it be open land for everyone is more Taurus, right? So I think it's really interesting that during this eclipse cycle, not only did the queen die, making Charles the king, Harry released spare, making him the king of LA, no, the (laughs) king of whatever, the king of California. So a lot has changed during this faded eclipse cycle. Now, the south node is still in Scorpio. Scorpio south node means we're letting go of old, outdated, toxic, mystery shroud power systems. Now, remember, Charles himself is a Scorpio Taurus, but he's a Scorpio sun, Taurus moon. The north node on this day is going to be with the sun in Taurus. And because it's an eclipse and a full moon eclipse, the moon will be in Scorpio. So let me show you the charts. 
Oh my God. If anyone was ever going to base their coronation day on astrology, it is this bitch. It is Charles. I'm telling you the pastoral invitation that like he, I'm so sure that he looked into this hundred percent. Yes. He may have consulted an astrologer, but because it's an eclipse and because of the way this is lining up, like I'm almost scared to start to dig into this because it's overwhelming how fucking cool this is. But like, this really is fate. I don't think he consulted an astrologer. I think this is literally the stars aligning. Okay, so let's just break this down, right? The coronation's in blue. Charles's literal chart is in red around it, okay? So on the day of the coronation, first and foremost, check it out, Mal. The rising sign of the coronation is the same. As, look, at, look, look at these lines. The same rising, the same legacy. The rising sign of Charles is the rising sign of the coronation. Fascinating. The rising sign and the legacy, the angle. This is fate. When you see even in, when we look at people's charts together, like like re- relationship charts, and you see that the angles, the MC and the AC, even if they're near each other, we go, this is a fated relationship. The fact on this day, like almost to the exact degree, six Leo and five Leo, this is the same degree of rising, the same degree of legacy. The North Node in the sky on this day is on Charles's North Node and Jupiter's on his moon. What is Jupiter? King. So he's literally becoming king. Ah! So the sun and Mercury and fate and the the knighthood ship, ship and Uranus and asteroid king, asteroid London, Vesta, the reason why he came to this planet. Like the son of the coronation is conjunct asteroids London and King. That's crazy. Conjunct Uranus, meaning something unexpected might occur. Mercury, the the character of King is literally changing. North node, the fate, Jupiter expansion growth power magnifying and and king (laughs) i mean it's really wild all of this in the sky is on his north node his moon and his asteroids king and queen all of this in the 10th house of public perception career legacy it's in fucking same and what's more the moon on the exact time that this starts is directly directly on his sun and the south node is directly on his south node that's crazy with his mercury i mean i guess if anything maybe just what it's releasing is the old way the old the old system where you would never put nature on the invitation and camilla would never be queen it's like maybe it's just a a a turning of the the old, bringing the new. How Taurus anyway to have all the nature on the card, a, a May Day card. It's like yeah, his I see. So the base of his spine in Libra is where his Venus and his Neptune is, and it's also the base of the spine of the day of this coronation. So it's basically like he is being given the throne that he always dreamed of, and in his mind, justice is being served. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's fucking fascinating. I can't, it's overwhelming how also interesting Saturn on the day of the coronation is in the eighth house in Pisces. So he is being passed along this family karmic debt in whatever way he is being handed the responsibility from the generations before him. It is related to money and power. Now it's a little bit, again, kind of interesting. His Saturn is exactly opposite almost to the degree of the Saturn of this day. 
So his Saturn is in the second house in Virgo, partially why Harry is coming. And because I think the queen was like, he knows the queen will be upset if they didn't invite little air, you know, like, but his, his Saturn is in Virgo in the second house of money and tar and things, resources, um, security. The Taurus of this day is what he's inheriting. So that opposition, oh, sorry, that opposition there to me is just showing that it's basically just like, yeah, now you're receiving the power and then he's actually taking it. And now it's his responsibility to figure out there's a challenge there for him where he's going to have to now figure out what to do with it and how to do it differently and how to allocate the money and how to protect the environment and how to keep Harry in the fold, even though everybody hates him and blah, 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 blah. Like, but it's, it's, I mean, it's unbelievable how aligned all of this is the the thing about let me just check something real quick the mars placement um wow the fact that it's aligned what does that actually mean like like what can we extrapolate it it just means that i mean it is it is like it's very literally the saying like the stars are aligned it's like it's written in the stars like it literally is written in the stars that on this day his purpose would be fulfilled and he would become the king and that is the fate of the society and it's basically south node exact conjunction his moon so the emotional nature of the day is actually on his son where he's like (laughs) i've waited my whole life for this so there is a real what's a better answer to the question what does it mean that it's aligned it means that it means that it's, I mean, it's that simple. It means that it is aligned and like it's this, supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen on this day in this way. This is his fate. This is his karma. This is an exact nodal return, not only for, hold on, let me just double check what the um, degree is. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. This is an exact nodal return for the king. And wow. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, so it's actually ast- unbelievable. Yeah. Astrology it's, it's- believes in monarchy. Well, that thing. So we don't know what will come from this. I mean, it's not that astrology believes in the monarchy as much as the astrology reflects what is. And at the moment, the monarchy is now here. This is sort of what I'm saying, though, about fear. Asteroid Uranus is there with King and London and, and all of these Taran planets with the North node. So I don't know if it's that like they're safe, they're good to go. They're safe. I think sometimes faded events aren't always uh, positive, you know, like so why does Uranus make it sinister? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Uranus. Lo, 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 lo. It's not that it's always sinister. It's that it's always uh, like a shock to the system or like a surprising change. Uranus represents Uranus represents rebellion. I mean, it would be interesting. I mean, I wonder if there will be like a, a some kind of a, a revolt on that day. Like maybe there will be a maybe they'll have their own uh, uh, their own little January 6th, you know, party of yeah, their I'm own. Sure there or- will- be a protest of some form somewhere because what's also interesting is on this day the mc the legacy of this day chiron is on the legacy in aries so actually not only is this fate taking place but the public the people might actually be upset about something right so maybe uranus means that charles is going to be the rebellious king or maybe it means there's going to be a rebellion against him could it be go either way 
it could go either way. I mean, could be that he's the king that changes everything, but that's a little bit too with Uranus. The whole thing with Uranus is like you like literally that you can't expect like the energy of the day on his moon, on his inner sense of security, safety on this day. Not only is he going to be coronated, but there is going to be something that we can't quite expect that happens as well. That also reflects the wound of the individual and his Uranus is on the Venus of the day. So actually there could be something that he actually, whether by virtue of Camilla being now officially queen and everything's different here moving forward and you're allowed to, you're allowed to marry your mistress and make her queen a huge day for the side chicks. Okay. But it's like, it's like, yeah, I guess that makes it like his, he is changing something in the yeah. world of love and yeah. relationships. Yes. That makes yes. complete. It's a huge day for side chicks. I mean, that yes. it is side chick revolution. And but then there's also this huge thing that's changing in terms of what we see in terms of. I mean, I could see him. Maybe he'll make some big announcement like, and everyone gets land, or and everyone gets a tax break, or whatever the you people hold your would breath want. For that he can't do anything. He can't do anything. That's the thing. Right. I guess that is the thing. Like maybe I don't know. I look forward to seeing though. I mean, to have this be an eclipse that is in exact and like in order for this to to happen on this day, that's why when the stars are aligned, it doesn't mean I mean astrology is much more interesting, if you want to know the truth. It's much more interesting in retrospect than it is looking forward. Because to predict the future isn't it's not only is it not possible. It's a faulty, faulty science. And it's, it's, it's not as fun. There's things that our, our human minds can't imagine that our human minds, even if we're psychic and we're interpreting, our interpretations are only based on what we can imagine. And therefore it is limited. So, you know, when I, if you guys get readings from me and they're recorded, part of why I don't have that much guilt for taking so long to fucking send them to people is because they're actually more interesting and more helpful looking back. Go listen back to give yourself understanding in retrospect about what the point that now you know that you went through was. So we're going to look back and we're going to see where that's everyone's homework. Let's take a look on the sixth on this coronation day. Is anything shocking? And also the planets, you know, something shocking could happen, but then we we wouldn't see the effect of it until later but let's but there is something the sun being with uranus i mean yeah if anything it's like whole new system king is there and now he's got his side chicks in with him in order for this to even have happened the queen would have had to have died when she did this isn't just like the day yeah. he picked it's like no that she made it through the jubilee she died when she did because of the timing this is now when it would happen. And actually it would happen this way because it's fucking fate. Yeah. Insane. Okay. So what is going on with Megan on the day of the coronation Our Leo non-queen? That's right. A couple of fascinating things to point out. Thing number one is that she will be having uh, her Mars return leading up to like, so her Mars is in cancer. Mars will be in cancer in the sky. Mars is, um, our drive, our masculine energy, it's our get up and go. It's what we're willing to fight for. Megan's is in cancer, which in general oh doesn't God. fight the way that Mars likes to fight. It's more behind the scenes, manipulative, emotionally um, fighting in a more hard, like in, in a nonlinear, um, maybe passive aggressive way. Mm-hmm. What's also fascinating is the 12th house oftentimes can represent like the, it is, it's the absence of something. It is something that is either being left behind or something that is not physically present. So Mar, like this was a choice that, yeah, I think you're right. She made it, 
because she's like, the way that I will fight is to literally never go there again or never talk to those people again and never bring my children to see their grandfather because fuck him. Like, this is a Mars return. This is, she is strategically not going. I think think there's something to do with the fact that like, so one of their notorious early comments that kind of raised people people's eyebrows a bit was when Harry said to a reporter when they got engaged, you know, this is the family that she's never had. And everyone was like, she has a huge family. Like her parents, she, she was having Thanksgiving dinner with both of her parents, even though they were divorced. Like she had, like people were confused by that, but I think it was, you know, I think Megan was, a little bit ashamed of the fact that she came from a broken home and she maybe did want to make it work, but, and cancer is always like sort of homey. Always. Right. So do you think her Mars being in cancer has anything to do with her sort of, uh, familial homelessness? I absolutely do. Especially because it's not just Mars and cancer. So we know that she has like fight or triggers really good thinking mom. Like, yeah, she has like triggers around or is fighting on behalf of or because of or a shit you know that is mars and cancer but even more than that it's in the 12th house so it is literally like an unconscious like where's my family and because of reasons outside of herself outside of her conscious self despite everything she tries to do to actually be a a great family person to, to this other family or to actually make that that family um concrete you know, in, in another way, it's like, it's somehow 12th house. It eludes her. She doesn't even know how she got in this position. Right. Well, I mean, it seems like just based on what Harry revealed in the book and everything they've revealed so far, it seems like she, she has paid lip service to wanting this family to be her family. But when it came to her actual actions, it was kind of like, take me or leave me. This is who I am. And if you guys don't like me, that's your problem, which is definitely fine if that's your outlook, but it's not going to work with the British royal family. So where is that reflected in her chart? Well, I think at that this moment, if at all, I think, okay, there's a two very clear things happening. First is that on the day of the coronation, Uranus, we were just talking about Uranus and the sun being conjunct and what's going to happen. It's conjunct Megan's Chiron. So this is activating horror. Oh my God. So the Uranus that you're saying is, has the potential to completely upset the apple cart on the coronation is conjunct Megan's Chiron, which is her great wound. That is crazy. Okay. In the house, in the 11th house, which opposite the fifth house of children represents the 11th house, the, the, the parents, the family system, the, you know, if the 10th house, and in Capricorn is mommy, the 11th house in Aquarius is daddy. So this, it actually, I think it's going to really hurt that she's not there. Mm-hmm. But I also think that if anything, there's healing available as well for her. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think this hurts. And I think she'll make it like as a parent, like this hurts for my children. Like I'm sad yeah. that my children, you know, What's also interesting is, but also like the the children could have gone. Well, right, that's the thing. She may be, she may, and she'll never admit this, but she may experience a little bit of like, should I have just sucked it up and gone? Like, she yeah. she's conflicted. She's conflicted about that, you know. Yeah, on behalf of her be? children, Who of course. Be? 
Yeah. And especially because she's a Libra moon conjunct her Saturn conjunct her Jupiter. She's this she's still thinking about whether or not i mean the the big surprise could be it's like surprise we came that's possible what based on the chart uh, highly possible also what's interesting is the moon on this day is exactly conjunct her lilith which is conjunct her uranus and lilith in the sky is exactly conjunct her sun so there's a lot of lilith uranus energy here where you know Lilith and Uranus have a long storied history. <laughs> I I love that for her that Lilith is kind of activating on this day because big time. That's big just time. the most appropriate, perfect thing. Possible. I could see her, yeah, Loki just showing up. I think she might be part of the. I mean, this the moon on this day is on her Uranus and her Lilith. Whether whether they show up in the UK or there's just news that if she got publicly injured on this day and took the attention from the coronation, I could see that happening. I actually think looking at these charts together, it's like, yeah, she might be the thing that's like, wait, what? Or she might create that event. We can only pray. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah, Venus, Venus in the sky that day on his Uranus is kind of interesting. I do wonder if that that has to do with Megan in some way, or there is something, there's something about the the feminine energy that is going to create some kind of a shockwave. Charles's Uranus is being activated by Venus in the sky. Uranus in the sky with the sun, with Mercury, with the North Node, with Jupiter is in some way activating Charles's purpose and soul. Charles is a very feminine guy. So like, could that be part of it? Maybe he's wearing tights under his pants or something and we if if, if, if yeah if, if we caught a glimpse of him wearing his stilettos that would be that no would make sense. come on you know what I mean I mean in terms of like he is he's just got he's in touch with his inner feminine he's so e- he's emo he is like not having a job I don't know <laughs> maybe he becomes really emotional you know maybe that's Wait, part of it he's... maybe we see a really emotional side of him and he's just not masculine. No, not really. That's why he wasn't more fun to watch playing polo. Actually, you're going to kill me. Some of those pictures of him when he was younger playing polo, like he actually does look somewhat strapping. Okay. I hear by sentence you to death, but I will double check. Guillotine I don't want to kill you over that. But yeah, I mean, it's just really interesting. Pluto in his chart is conjunct his asteroid series. So this really is like from the underworld. His mother is giving him the Leo royal crown. Lilith is there. You know, so there is sort of Lilith is right on his Pluto, right on his Ceres. So it's almost like there is sort of, um, yeah, there's there's an activation of the dark feminine, very present. Where's his Lilith? Let me see. Oh, his Lilith is with asteroid Europe. How about that? Oh, oh. Pisces. Yeah. Brexit. Yeah, literally. It's pretty oh interesting, God. man. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah, Brexit, right? Yeah, because this is a moment of like. Is the UK, we are really in a moment of, is the UK relevant anymore on a mm-hmm. world stage? Like, mm-hmm. did you see, I don't know if you've checked Twitter at all. Like, I retweeted this thing from um, Dan Wooten, who's basically. Here's, I know, here's how you can know if I check t- Twitter. I don't even look at anybody's anything except for you. You're the only notification I get. So if right. I haven't, le- if I haven't hearted your tweet, I, I haven't read it. Otherwise, you're I heart right. everything you post and you're the only one. Look at my whole likes. Lol. You're right. You're right. Thank you. I love that. But yeah. okay. So you didn't see it. Dan Wooten, who is basically the British, well, technically, I think he's Australian or Kiwi, but he is the UK's Tucker Carlson. He is on GB News, which is their Fox News, basically. And he did this whole segment where he was literally just whining about the fact that Joe Biden visited Ireland instead of the UK. 
And oh my God, that is so embarrassing. I know. Like a lot of British <sighs> conservatives have this really weird inferiority complex because post-Brexit, like they are not, I mean, post-Empire, post-Brexit, post They like feel rejected. Yeah, their their influence on the world stage is mm. like shrinking, mm-hmm. shrinking pretty rapidly and mm-hmm. has been for about a hundred years. So yeah. like it's and I'm sorry to say that I don't want any British listeners to get mad at me. I'm only saying it because of how pissy a lot of British conservatives were this week about Biden going to Ireland. And P.S. He also went to Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. So it's like, what are you complaining about? Like so ignorant. It's literally part of the UK. And it's kind of funny because he made Rishi Sunak, the British prime minister, travel to Belfast to see him, which is unheard of. Like, he didn't go to London to see Rishi. He made Rishi come to him in Belfast, which you're is talking just about, like... You're talking about the the UK Tucker Carlson? No, no, no. Biden did this. Oh, Biden did? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Biden, like, kind of is a little anti-British. Like, he doesn't give a shit. And, like... There's like, if you search the tweets about the Biden visit, there's a lot of British people being like, what's going to happen to the special relationship between the UK (laughs) and the US? And it's like, no one in the US ever talks about the special relationship. Like, it's such a sad thing that like conservative, and I'm seriously not talking about all British people whatsoever, just some conservatives. They really like, they feel, they feel so sad and irrelevant that they like need to be like oh why isn't the u.s paying as paying as much attention to us as they are to ireland and it's like why would you get more attention than ireland there are more irish people living in the u.s than any other nationality in the world like genetically wow. speaking that's cool and also i'm sure isn't biden biden's irish he's irish. irish descent yeah and he's obsessed with being irish so like, yeah like he's he went there- he's so he's like clear, like he's one of those like white guys from america who's like taking way too much pride in how irish he, like actually i'm irish you know like yeah like he's he's an irish guy in his mind yeah so like he that's why he went to ireland and like belfast is historically politically very tricky obviously because of the troubles and everything and like making the british prime minister come to belfast is just such a it, it is a slap in the face it is kind of amazing like it's it's kind of amazing because the I UK has been occupying Northern Ireland for like, you know, centuries now. So yeah. he's just kind of, and, and they ignore it too. Like the queen was the queen. This is why I don't have really any reverence for her. I mean, as a historical figure, I think it's really interesting how long she was on the throne and just how she really like symbolizes an entire era. I think that's interesting, mm-hmm. but like, she was on the throne throughout the duration of the troubles and she didn't do yeah. a damn thing. And like right. people were dying and there was a civil war going on on her turf in Northern Ireland because the king and queen are the king and queen of Northern Ireland. Like she was the queen of Northern Ireland and people were dying and she just didn't even go there. I mean, like go fuck yourself. That's just so brazenly out of touch. And you know what I mean? So like, uh, I don't know how I got on this topic. Oh, because his Lilith is next to his Europe. I mean, yeah. this is a moment where like, you know. And this- Saturn is in Pisces moving towards that spot. And Neptune is in Pisces dissolving what was in in terms of, I mean, eighth house into ninth house in terms of like um, what he's inheriting and and how much it allows him to expand. 
Yeah, he's inheriting a mess for sure. Yeah, he's like, inheriting a mess is what this is. Yeah, because of and Brexit. So the moon later that day, you know, the moon moves. So the moon will move through Scorpio, activating his Chiron in the fifth house, which will be in a grand trine with Neptune in the sky, as well as Mars in the sky. So there is some kind of a, I think this is an extremely emotional day for Charles. I think we can expect public waterworks from the new king, which would actually probably in and of itself be groundbreaking. That's probably um, this, the Uranus and it could Venus be. This would be the Kobe, about. the Kobe dying effect, but on for the UK. Get all the men crying, love to see it. But then what's interesting, too, is like I'm looking real quick. I'm looking at I actually think a lot of this for him too. you know, Saturn creeping towards his Lilith, Lilith on his Pluto and Ceres. I think I think he is madly in love with Camilla. And I think this for them is he I could see him romancing her publicly in a way that would be scandalous it really is pretty remarkable that she's queen it's actually not really i feel like that was like so not allowed well the thing that's remarkable is that they were allowed to get married at all that's what i mean the fact that they were even in the fact that they're even in this position yeah 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 princess die was a casualty of this love and the fact that they made it through romantic as hell and remarkable and the fact that queen and king are together in the sky not only in his chart but i'll show you in a second her chart is is wild yeah something else people need to understand is like it is not surprising whatsoever that they are dropping consort from her name because like the the king's wife is always the queen but mm-hmm. she is the queen consort but never ever in history do they ever say queen consort it, it's just queen whatever because and the reason for that is because the king naturally outranks the queen so it's implicit that if you have a king and a queen, the king is the actual ruler and the queen is underneath him. That's why Queen Elizabeth never promoted Prince Philip to king. She said no, because then you're going to be the ruler and you're from Greece. Like why? How very I... Lilith. We should look at where Lilith is in the queen's chart. That is a Lilith yeah. move if I've ever seen one. And speaking of which, so is this. I'm looking at Camilla's chart right now. Look at where Camilla's, look what is conjunct Camilla's Lilith. Europe. Yeah. And wow. Europe ha- and, and and Europe is having a Europe return on her chart. She literally is the there's a Lilith healing going on in the UK because we're actually accepting this this bad girl, this dark feminine bad but girl. Why is it Europe and, though? Because Europe is the whole continent. It has well, it's just where it's happening. Either. It's just it's just that it's it was just where it's happening. So it's, I, it's I mean, Lilith healing maybe in all of europe maybe all the white people in the world i mean but yeah it's like in europe on this day lilith i mean it's not even on this day in her chart in camilla's chart she has europe conjunct lilith it might not mean anything it's just like an interesting coincidence maybe it means they're gonna bring us back into the eu that would be really interesting if that would if that became part of her uh work that, I, that yeah. would not shock me at all. Actually, like, obviously they can't do that, but they could do it through like soft power, kind of trying to yeah. influence people into wanting to do that again. But I well, and also it's going to happen. It's a pipe dream. Well, you know, but that's the thing. Pipe dreams get answered. Sorry, the dog. Pipe, pipe dreams come true during these Uranian times. That's the thing. Things that you think aren't possible become possible when Uranus is involved. Hey. Wow. What I think is interesting is the North Node. And the south node, the south node is directly on her 
Chiron. So there's a real releasing of the old wounding of not being accepted at home. There's a release valve draining a lot of her unconscious family karmic wounding. And the moon is on her Jupiter expanding her Scorpio power at home on the throne in her chart. She has king and queen conjunct in her seventh house of marriage and relationships. She also has a huge stellium in cancer, but like Megan's Mars, her whole stellium's in the 12th house. So she's like, lol. there's a part of her that's like, how is How am I even in this position? Like, I'll go with it. But she is very much like, how did I get here from being the side chick? Yeah. And like, just in the 80s with those terrible haircuts. Juno in the sky is on her North Node. So she really is meant to be. And it's, I think, actually very healing for her that she is the, now she is the wife of the of the king like she's becoming that is her purpose to actually be the wife of the king and the last thing i'll say we're talking about alignment when the stars are aligned it's like the legacy of this day is them they're in divine harmony with what is in their own individual chart and in their relationship good for them i mean i just feel like it's so interesting also because we are living in such an overtly pro-feminism messaging time Mm-hmm. And no one is celebrating this as a victory for women who are sexually adventurous and divorced. Like, <laughs> except on the Space Trash podcast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, perfect. like this should be a thing where people are like, yes, this is great. But I guess it's the same thing as like, you know, a black woman marrying into the British royal family. It's like, yeah, congrats. You're marrying into like this archaic, antiquated thing that sh- actually shouldn't really exist anymore. Like, I guess it's progress. Like it, it is. I think there could be, I think that, that what you're saying is exactly right. And I think that might actually be a pain point for both Charles and Camilla. Like I think they, they have a real deal. Love, 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 love story. And I think, I hope he says some really romantic shit about her. Cause you always listen to those speeches that the queen and Philip would give to each other. And it's like, without you, I couldn't possibly breathe air. And you know, I feel like, Oh, they never said that. They would say like, like he said, she said, you're, you're my, my strength rock. and stay. You're my strength. That's, yeah, that yeah. was what, what the big thing was. That was their steamiest moment. I just feel like there could be a, there could be some romance. I hope that there's that some romance nice. um, between the two, because it's a really big deal for her and for them as a couple. That would be nice. It would be nice if they had some romance in this dreary gray country that we all call home. A love so great that it returns them to the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Lord. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah, bother it's... to get a British passport if that happens. You heard it here first. There's one last thing I would like to tell you, and then I, and then you can go nap, but I want you to dream on this. Okay. The body language body has been... The coverage is overwhelming. He hates the the Harkles, as you know. And yeah. um, yesterday, I just was, I clicked on one of the videos, as we do, and I was laughing out loud because so the merch that he's working on is for the Duke and Duchess of Sausage. What? That's his thing now, and he's doing That's... a fictional character. And the Duchess's name is Methane. Oh no! And they're running a sausage factory, and they they're blowing up the sausage factory. The Duke and Duchess of Sausage, and and she is Methane Markle. That's and sweet. so he's making D- Duchess of Sausage merch. So anyway, all this to say, we need to get our merch out because if he can sell Duchess of Sausage shirts, we can sell I love grandma's shirts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's so stupid. That's how really stupid is that? <laughs> really, really embarrassing for him. He should be questioning every decision he's ever made. The Duchess has sausage. He's saying it like it's so funny. And it's like, what? Mm-mm. It doesn't even make sense. Oh, you know what it was? It was because he was saying it started because in his videos, when YouTube was putting up the automatic captions, every time he said Sussex, they changed it to sausage. And he just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And he ran with it. Oh, and now is and now he has a dosage of sausage merch. <laughs> no, not everybody is funny. And that's okay. Thank Everyone God. Everyone has different strengths. That's... And his is hating women. So he should right. just stick to that. Mean? Yeah, stick to that. Duchess of sausage is nothing. You know, if anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't want there to be hateful merch, you know. Make Prince Harry great again, maybe. I get it. I get it. It'll make Prince Harry great again. No. <laughs> um I I think, yeah, it's toothless. Yeah. It's a toothless merch. Which is really a shame because sausage requires teeth. Ew. Oh, that's so weird. I hate thinking about <laughs> teeth and sausage together. Oh, yeah. I like, mean, what, what, what are we going to just swallow? I know, but you could just mash your <laughs> gums together. Tooth and sausage makes <laughs> Ew, you like that's grosser to me. Biting into a sausage and finding teeth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We have really, we have really plussed his, uh, his vision board and yeah body if you're watching take that and use it in the script yeah you can have it sausage and teeth you can have for sure biting into the sausage and finding teeth was a real twist mall yeah i'm sorry it's crazy. Really you gotta take a nap go go dream about that girlfriend <laughs> okay <laughs> okay bye oh everybody everybody hey real quick hey join the patreon yeah, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Please, 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 please. And thank you to our new members. We see you. We love you. And just know that we have time blindness. So just put that, put a pin in that. Also, <laughs> leave a review. On oh, we got a new iTunes. review. We got a really oh, nice one. Actually, I know because she did it at the Moonule. That's from Elena. But read it. It's so good. Yay. Yeah, it was very good. Thank you so much, Elena. It, I, it's one of my favorite reviews I've ever gotten. At least it beats, at least it beats Roby right, right underneath. Yeah, Roby just wrote go, and we still don't know. I think Roby might have actually made a second one. You want me to read it? I have it. Yeah. Okay, so the review that Elena, and do you know Elena? Yeah, she's the one that when we did the Will Smith slap, she was like the star of the Will, Will Smith slap pod. Okay. She was on our podcast. From the Moonwalk. Oh. She's the one that was like, people are violent. Oh, yeah. I barely remember that. I'll have to re-listen. Yeah, yeah. I think she's also a Taurus Moon side note. But okay, wait. I just had it up because I screenshotted it. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, I here, go. here it is. Taurus Moons would be pacifists like me. You always say that because it's so hopeful. But actually, every single brutal dictator and mass murderer in the land. Oh, yeah. Lol. Oh, okay. Taurus. She says chaotic interstellar astrology that makes sense of you others celebrities and the nonsense we live in i think that's really good it'll go on our website when we launch it and actually she just launched her communications business so actually like i was like you just wrote us like a great log line and she's like yeah do a consultation with me i'll like rewrite all your shit so now i'm gonna do a consultation with her because i need her to rewrite all my shit i thought this was really well done yeah really really good love it Mm -hmm. chaotic interstellar love those adjectives and, and I would it takes say a lot for me to love an adjective. We've got to yeah. know that. But we are chaotic and interstellar and making sense of it all through celebrity. So I, I think she nailed it. I think so too. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, Elena. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for the reviews that you're yet to write. And thank you for joining the Patreon that you're because you're about to. Yeah, thank you. Everyone rate and review. 
leave us a good review. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. Transmission incoming.